0: You know, videos are great, but my first love is audio. And sometimes I feel like it doesn't get the respect it deserves. So as a tribute to how important audio truly is, I- I'm going to do this entire video with just the audio from the camera. Yeah, yeah, let's get... Yeah, oh. yeah is that good? Welcome to Say Goodnight Kevin, Audio Appreciation Day. a podcast. A podcast is a subscribable audio file, and it's usually free. I don't know of any podcast that you have to pay for. If you do, don't subscribe. It's just a radio show that you can listen to whenever you want. That sounds pretty cool. Before I was a famous YouTuber, I was a I was I did podcasts, and I continue to make podcasts. From my experience, there are a lot of misconceptions about podcasts. So today, I'm going to clear up a few things about podcasting, and then anytime somebody says, hey, uh, I thought a podcast was just a bunch of nerdy guys sitting around talking about things that I don't care about, you can sign on this video. Number one, it's just a bunch of talking. Although there are a lot of podcasts, that is, people, you know, talking about things. There are some podcasts that use the medium to do other more exciting, adventurous, unique, and creative things. Podcasts like maybe The Ceiling Fan. It's my podcast. I'm proud of it. And I'm a little excited about it because we're about to release the finale of a story arc that we've been doing for over three years. So maybe check it out. All right, sorry, enough of my shameless promoting. Number two, it's for nerds. You know, there was a time whenever the internet or even computers were just for nerds. I think that's changed a little bit now. Dude, are you following Kim Kardashian on Twitter? Yeah, you know I am. I know. Right? Whether for better or worse. Number three, it's just a bunch of stuff that I don't care about. Sure, okay, so podcasts are very niche. It's true. There's probably a lot of podcasts out there that talk about things that you don't care about. However, I would go with podcasts that are about the things that you do care about and then that should clear up your problem. And you know how whenever you finish my videos on YouTube and you're like, man, I just want to listen to him talk for way longer than just five minutes, then check out my podcasts. I have a
1: lot of podcasts. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. If you really want to see something trashy, look at this. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Hey, MMD, this is Jason here with another Garbage Cast Conversation. And I wanted to talk this morning... First, let me play a little jazz music here in the background. Let me hit play here. There you go. I don't know how well that's coming out in the recording. That is from an old CD I have called Blue Note Blend. This is a CD they sold in Starbucks in the mid-90s. They sold jazz CDs. Those were the first CDs they ever sold in Starbucks. In fact, this is the first CD they ever sold in Starbucks. Blue Note Blend. And then there's Blue Note Blend 2, there might be Blue Note Blend 50, I don't know. I have Blue Note Blend and 1 and 2. So this this one's from, I think, 1996. But I'm not going to play a bunch of jazz music. I was just listening to it this morning while I was getting some work done. And since we share a uh, love of coffee, I thought I would uh, at least highlight that for just a moment. Uh, but this, this this podcast, this uh, conversation, is not about jazz or coffee. We've already talked about coffee. Maybe one day we will discuss jazz. Uh, it is about podcasting. I thought, why not just go right to the meat? We, You know, this is a podcast, so let's just go right to the meat and talk about podcasting. I want to talk a bit about, you know, from a personal aspect. You know, you know, how did how did it all, you know, where's the interest lie? What why why am I doing this? What do, what do I expect to get out of it? What does the future hold? Um, so I'll, I'll give you the vague rundown. Uh, years ago, the mid aughts, I uh, traveled a lot for work, and I would carry burned CDs with me. This is this is maybe two thousand three, four, five, you know, around that area. And I would do a lot of driving because I'd have to visit all these little, uh, locations that we had in all these little small towns. So I, w- I would get out here, uh, I'd leave Monday morning and come back Friday afternoon, and I would put have put 2,000 miles on a rental car. They loved me here at Enterprise Rental Car. <laughs> I would just spend the majority of my day driving because the, the time I would spend in the building would be like an hour or 45 minutes, you know. And then I would drive to the next place and, uh... You know, I would stay the night and then get up early in the morning and, and hit more places. And uh, I was started just running out of things to listen to. And, you know, when you're traveling a lot and you're trying to listen to the radio, I didn't have Sirius XM or anything at the time, uh, It's it, you know, stations fade in and out. And around this time, I had an iRiver, but I had never looked into any podcasts. I'd never thought about that. But uh, it only had limited space, too. I, I, you know, I finally put CDs, I finally put songs on that. Then I got a 30-gig brick of a Zune, and that is when I really started listening to podcasts. And they became my companion, Uh, and I found a website that had uh, Wiretap, CBC's Wiretap. Uh, It was filled with episodes of Wiretap. It was an unofficial site, Uh, but I downloaded episode after episode and started listening to Wiretap, just devouring them. So I had to take a drink of my Hot Burger King coffee, which is nothing like Tim Horton's coffee. It's amazing that they're the same company. It's just horrifying. So Wiretap was really the first thing I really got into, and then there was Keith and the Girl, and uh, I think I listened to Spark on CBC also. I'm I'm not sure how early that was, but... uh, it seemed like Canada was a little bit ahead of America in the realm of podcasting, at least the kind of podcast that I liked. Then I fell into the unprofessional podcasting, you know, through Keith and the Girl, through Keith McNally, mentioning different podcasts. That's how I found everybody else. And um, I did not listen to any tech. I still don't listen to tech podcasts. I don't. I don't do any of that. The only podcasts I listen to are either funny. Or they are personal journal podcasts, or they are podcasts that people in our community make on a variety of topics, whether it's music or photography, as the John Meadows are. You know that's where I have found and branched out, but I've stayed pretty close to the core group. And then the um, what I would call commercial podcasts, like John Roderick, uh, Roderick on the Line, Roadwork. I listen to a folk music podcast. I think it's out of West Virginia Public Radio, and um, you know different uh, people who were in the wiretap, who have gone on to other things. I listen to them in other projects, you know. So, so I still listen to podcasts for uh, entertainment purposes. And, and WTF, Mark Marin. I really enjoy that. Sometimes I don't listen to the monologue, and then I don't listen to the guest. Sometimes I just am not interested in the guest, but I'm interested in him. I like, I like these monologue type. Uh, you know, that, to me, that's the personal journal part of WTF is the beginning of it, the monologue, because he goes into what's happening, where's his cats, you know, what's what's going on with him personally. And I really like that. I, I enjoy getting to know somebody through what they're sharing vocally, I guess. And I think it goes back to this, just the love of radio. I always loved radio. Uh, when I was a Wii wee, a wee Sprite, I, would, I had a little AM transistor radio that I would listen to at night, and I would listen to all these stations from... Really, the eastern part of the U.S. WLS, WABC, um, and I and it was during the transition from music to talk. Uh, but I found myself I loved the talk just as much as I loved the music, and sometimes the talk I enjoyed more because I was hearing all of these stories. WSB in Atlanta, uh, and then I got into shortwave and started listening to programs from all over the world, and so I've always enjoyed voices. So when I finally got into this, uh, my history was, I, you know, I had uh, journals. I had journals for years starting in uh, ninth grade. Uh, it was a journal project in ninth grade that we had to write, keep a journal for half a year. I think it was half a year, or maybe it was a fourth of a year, but I kept it up permanently. Um, I would write daily. Um, I just always enjoyed writing, and I enjoyed the idea of logging things, you know, what was happening, even if it was mundane. Now, these, this stuff's all gone now, but... But that's where it began. And then I got into blogging when blogging became a thing. And it it was on various sites. So I think it was just a natural progression of wanting to share my surroundings in the same manner that I had heard other people share their surroundings on the radio and then read about in blogs. And then hearing them again in podcasts, it was sort of like a a radio, you know, an evolution of radio that I could finally participate in. So that's why I, you know, I've done this for you know 300 episodes of the main podcast over four years, and then the other podcasts that I am involved in. It, it's it's just it's been it's been an interesting you know ride, I guess. What what do you get out of podcasting? I I, I enjoy the community aspect. Um, I th- I enjoy the release of being able to share you know uh, what's in my head sort of it's an emptying mechanism getting it out I like getting it out Um, sometimes it helps me just brainstorm I can I can open the I can pull open the the app the boss jock or I can open you know turn on this recorder right here and I can just get it out and sometimes I just trash it you know sometimes I just need the idea of getting it out sometimes I've shared stuff that I've really thought to myself I'm going to trash Sometimes I've done that. Sometimes, I, you know, it, it just depends on what kind of mood I'm Do I think that what I have to say might benefit somebody else. It's, it's sometimes the the key factor because I think, well, maybe somebody else is going through what I'm going through. Maybe somebody else would find comfort in knowing that, you know, somebody else is going through something that, you know, or, or maybe they will eventually go through. Maybe it would be helpful. Or maybe somebody needs a laugh or a lift and I've caught something that I, I find is funny. Even though my twisted sense of humor, I know that a lot of people don't. They don't share this sort of sarcastic Letterman sort of view of the world. Um, I'm reading a book on Letterman right now, and you know, it's 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 weird to think that for for, for me Letterman was there right as I was, you know, I, I, 1982. So when I discovered him, and, and he was right there through those formative years, so my things I think are funny, you know, that foundation is is based on the Letterman of, you know, the late night show, really. I mean, it's it's just, it's very odd. I can hear the things in my voice sometimes when I, you know, because I think I was just sort of trained in that school of delivery, and this is what I find is funny, this sort of dark, weird, sarcastic um, I don't know. And, some, and also this irreverent making fun of almost everything. I can find something typically in almost everything that I can make fun of or, or deep dive into. And if I'm the only one that gets the joke, well, then that's fine. You know, I hope that, you know, some of the things that I've shared on up in this brain have been funny to people. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's for me. And I, I guess that's what it really comes down to. Podcasting, I, I do it for, for me Primarily, I do think of the audience, you know, the personal relationships being the audience, you know, I think of particular people, you know, maybe Doug would find this funny, so I'll share it. Maybe you would find this interesting, so I'll go ahead and I won't toss this clip. You know, there's different criteria for why I think, you know, maybe Jason said something on smooth sailing that reminded me of something else. So this is sort of my answer back to that. You know, that's that's how the I think that's how it works. You know, it it turns into a conversation more than just like a regular podcast where you have a goal of like uh, being more broad. And getting more listeners. These these come these are real conversations. Like this here obviously is a real conversation because we're doing it where people will hear our conversations, but we're you know, I picture you as the person I'm talking to, as opposed to a group of people when I'm doing up in the spray. Uh, and I hope that people get benefit out of hearing a little bit more personally about who we are and, and, and what we think of things. But at the end of the day, like I said, I, I, you know, up in this brain especially is for me. Um, the Sneedjnerg is for me. It's, it's to keep my creative synapses firing, I guess that's what you'd say. You know, keep the old fires burning. But, you know, all good things come to an end. And, and you know, I recorded a uh, segment months, well, it wasn't months ago, it was weeks ago, I guess. Several months ago. Because I, had kept, I kept seeing 300 as this end. I kept seeing this as the goal. 300 was the goal. You know, after 200, 300 sort of became the goal. of I'm going to make it to 300, and I'm, I'm finished. I'm done. I, I don't have anything else in me. I'm out. That, that was sort of the goal, and I had committed to that a few months ago, probably in the 270s. I was going to go ahead and say, you know, hey, 300, it's over. I'm done. I'm out of here. Because I think that all... All projects have a beginning and an end. You know, for me, blogging, it was very hard to let go of blogging. I wanted to keep it going because I got some enjoyment out of writing You know, and since I stopped blogging, there's been days where I have thought, man, that would be great for a blog entry. I would like to write that, but then I tell myself, no, I'm done. I'm done. You know, a traditional blog, it doesn't offer me anything anymore. Now, I know that sounds weird to say that, but just the fact that I have in the title blog, up in this blog, to me it holds the whole project back. It holds what I would like to accomplish in 2017 back, and I haven't figured out what I want to do next in a writing form, so I'm doing nothing right now. And there's days I wish I had that outlet, and I miss it. But right now I'm choosing to not do anything because I just haven't found that next platform idea I don't want it to be the same. You know, it's just like I have this, sometimes I like to just rearrange the furniture. I'll look at a room and I'll go, oh, goodness, I need to fix that for no idea why. You know, I can be happy with a room month after month after month, and then all of a sudden, it's just like right now I'm selling things on eBay that have just been sitting around forever. And I had had said, even on on my podcast and even in the blog when I was still blogging, I'm not going to sell things right now because... Uh, You know, I think I need these things, and I don't want to have remorse later when I sell them, but lately I've realized they're they're suffocating me. It's almost like a claustrophobia of stuff, where I've been held back by these material items, and now it's time to say I'm free of that. So the next step is happening. I'm finally getting rid of things in this house that uh, I have purchased myself that I... I believe, and I've told my kids this, I believe I purchased them out of a, something missing emotionally. So they were trying to fill us, I was trying to fill a slot with material things. And now I can shove that out the door. And, and the blog for me was sort of the same. You know, I was, I, it, it filled a slot for a while that I needed. And now I don't need that anymore. So does that what, is that what's going to happen with the podcasts? With my podcasting career? I don't know. I don't know, but I can tell you I backed off of ending Up In This Brain. It's almost, part of me, it's almost like with the blog. Uh, there's this, I don't know, this determination that's silly sometimes where I don't like to quit things. And that kind of kept me going. But I also finally decided, you know, with, with Up In This Brain, that I wanted 300 to be a ending chapter in a year of weird, you know a year of rebuilding personally and I want 301 to represent a new beginning and I'm just not sure what that new beginning is yet so that's why there's no 301 right now and, and, it, and it came at a good time too that uh, you know I have these new responsibilities at work so I, I have less time to record, less time to edit right now and I'm trying to still get my footing in all of that so it's been a nice stopping point But, even with all of that said, there will be an end one day. I mean, it's not going to go on forever. I I can't see up in this brain going on for 500 episodes. I don't think that I have that in me. Unless I did maybe an episode a month. (laughs) Then maybe I could, you know, maybe only doing, you know, you definitely, I couldn't, I can't keep it going weekly anymore. I know that. I don't have the... If if I'm going to turn it into something creative and a a sort of a weird, bizarre outlet for whatever I'm thinking about, it's going to take a little more time and a little more preparation than just coming to the microphone and talking into it, which is what Up In This Brain has been pretty much up to this point with a few little, you know, what I would call theme episodes where we sort of go off the rails a little bit and and we don't talk about personal things, but where we have little skits or whatever that you want to call it. Those things take a lot of preparation, they're harder to put together. And I envy people who do it on a consistent basis because I don't have the time or the energy to do it. But I think that's kind of what I need is that fun outlet as opposed to this being, you know, to to needing a personal journal where the personal journal is the center feature. Which is kind of like with the blog, you know, I I don't need that outlet anymore. So I need to I need to transition to something else, and, and in the writing world, I just haven't figured out what that thing is yet. In the podcasting world, I sort of know what that thing could be. It's just going to take a lot of work, and at right, this exact moment, I don't have that time. It's like with the Sneijderg. You know, I enjoy talking about the creativity, and it, and it has a good theme. I don't have any plans for it beyond the book that I'm currently in. So that really means there's seven episodes left, and that podcast would end completely. Unless I come up with another idea or, or down the road decide to share another book or another you know something creative I, I really I really don't know. so that, that you know that's it you know we go through these transitions we go you know the garbage gas conversation has been very helpful to me because it has added a this ability to talk back and forth with somebody and have not just my opinion go out in a podcast. And, and no feedback, no other viewpoint. And I think sometimes that's what's missing in a personal journal solo monologue podcast. You have to bring other people into the mix. You have to bring other ideas into the mix, or, or you're just sort of preaching to the choir, where or or the choir is just you. You know, you're just talking to yourself. It's nice to... I, I think people... I think the listener benefits from having sort of a package... Unless you have, like, a theme. You know, I, I like John Meadows' podcast. I, I bring that up because he's talking about photography. Now, I'm not a, a photographer, but I find it very interesting. Even when he's talking about stuff that I don't really know a whole lot about because I'm learning things every time I listen. That, that probably doesn't mean I'm going to go pick up a five or $600 camera, but there's days that I play with my little Sony 20-megapixel digital camera and the only reason I bought it at this outlet store is because John's photo, you know uh, podcast made me interested in that. And, you know, I'm, I will never do the things that he does. I'll never have that talent and capability. But I'm exploring something different because of him. And I think that's fantastic. I don't think people listen to Up In This Brain, a solo personal journal monologue podcast and explore anything I'm doing because it's sort of all over the board and it's more about feelings and emotions than it has been about, hey, I'm going to share this really cool thing with you. I think Sneej Generic has the possibility of doing that based on the fact that it's talking about creativity more than Up In This Brain does. I mean, if you want to get to know me as a person, and hey, up in his brains, you're you're thinking, it goes back to the late night with Dave Letterman. You know, I got to know these characters. They're all caricatures. They're not real people. But the David Letterman character, the person he wanted us to see, Larry Bud Melman, Paul Schaefer, you know, I got to know these people and absorb different characteristics. That's why I still think things are funny 30 years later than I got from them in the first place. But... That only goes so far, as opposed to a thematic or a conversation like what we're doing. So, I guess to sum this up, and I've gone long here, I think podcasting has great benefits. I I think that I don't know where I'm going to fall into it in another year or two or three. I sort of can see myself slowly phasing out of it. You know, I've, I've moved up to maximum intensity. But then they say that Peggy Sue got married, something like maximum intensity, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, it, it, that that the reference probably made no sense to everybody, and I apologize for that. But that movie, it cracks me up. And, and there's certain parts of it that have always stuck in my head. If you've never seen Peggy Sue got married, I, I, I highly recommend it. Um, can't remember what he says. I wish I, I I might have to find that clip and 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 send it to you along with this if I can find it. So it makes at least some sense.
0: Well, the world sure looks better up here. The world is fantastic. It's the ultimate absurd circus, and I am shot from a cannon into the energy. What are you shooting for? Maximum intensity. Yeah, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to write. I'm going to check out of this bourgeois motel, push myself away from the dinner
1: table and say, no more jello for me, mom. But I've reached, I guess, maximum exposure (laughs) because I'm in multiple podcasts. And once you go out into orbit, are you going to keep flying off further and further into space or are you going to start to withdraw and come back home? And I think I'm starting to get into the withdrawal mode. So I think naturally through that, you know, returning back to home, things would start to fall away. That doesn't mean that tomorrow I'm I'm ending all my websites and stopping podcasting. No, but there's all I can see the end is there. I can see that I can see I'm edgy for some new if I can't keep making this new, why keep doing it? So, like the, the conversations, and I'll end this, that's something new, and this is a new angle to it. When I talk about Yacht Rock, or when I talk about, or when I have the a threesome with Brent and Jason, that's also new. That's a way of starting a conversation. Marshall McLuhan is new three people again and you get all these ideas and thoughts in one podcast i think it's the multiple ideas is where it's at i'm starting to doubt myself in what do i bring to the personal journal podcast table you know i don't have the experiences or the wealth of knowledge that other people have to share in that i only have what's going on in armpit and i'm not sure how much fuel is left in that tank but I'm glad for the community and I'm glad for what this has led to. Collaborations. Um, and then we'll just see where where it all comes together. You know, if you asked me six or seven years ago, would you see an end to blogging? I'd, no! Blogging's gonna last forever. It's so good. So, you know. It's just like the Christmas countdown went away. You know, things change, things fade out. But overall, podcasting has been good to me and I'm glad to be a part of this one so I hope I don't know what you know I've been a little bit all over the board but um hopefully this has been somewhat informative and interesting I'm not sure I I look forward to your thoughts on the the where's the why's and the how's that you have uh, about podcasting talk to you again soon The bad with a gun and a knife and a waistband. with the war with the devil and Shaytag. He wore a bad toupee and a spray tag. So high now, hoping that I land. On a Thai stick moving through Thailand. On the radio, heard a plane hijack. Government being back like the cook crack. I'm moving the world. Up. Obey no rules, I'm doing me. Smoke kush. transport to the airport. Customs got to join him a passport. Full cash and I gave what he asked for. God damn it, it's a motherfucking America. Small bride made it back into America. Hit Uber and maneuvered out the area. Rhyme animal, hit terrier. Rap terrorist, terrorized, paired up. Brought gas in the matches to flare it up. Militant Michael, Michael, psycho. On any ally or rival. Board black that's dead on arrival. My job is
0: Spiritual warfare that you have been dealing
1: with This is not a fight that you have been Dealing with flesh and blood But this is a fight against principalities And evildoers And unclean spirits RTJ3 motherfuckers Great man, didn't die face down In the Vietnam muscle so I style on you And then I walk uphill both ways To the booth and back and I wild on you You think baby Jesus killed Hitler just so i whisper And you're safe sound these crooks your phone and, and I have a file on you Huh. But me we now, buddy, up. lost before so what? You again, I'm dirt, motherfucker, I can't be crushed. Fuckers, open the bush up and stop bullshitting the kid. But they got a mission to start on my part with the best ever took the gig. I'm on
2: Cap dot dot in the dust, no bottle to touch. I got a firm clutch on a grip in a box. I might go ride the tank, take a body in the bank. Got a son of Rick Ruben rush a full thrust, don't flat free shit to the short
0: tank, judge. Talk real good, because it's smart and stuff. We a good crew to fuck with better than love. I told y'all son, I told y'all so. I
1: told y'all RTJ one, then I told you, get on RTJ2. And you still ain't believe believing. So here we go, RTJ. In me. Unless I did maybe an episode a month, <laughs> then maybe I could, you know, maybe only doing, you know, you definitely I couldn't, I can't keep it going weekly anymore. I know that. I don't have the, if if I'm gonna turn it into something creative and in a in a, in a sort of a weird bizarre outlet for whatever I'm thinking about, it's gonna take a little more time and a little more preparation than just coming to the microphone and talking into it, which is what up into spring has been. Pretty
2: much up to this point with a Alright, it is April, happy, happy 420 everyone, it is April the 20th, here with his noisy hat at the Georgetown Go parking lot, it's the MMD, listening to the other half of the Garbage Cast Conversations that I'm going to have to discuss. And it seems that this week's uh, topic episode, this week's episode is about podcasting, but this week's topic is also to podcasting. Um, let's see. So My podcasting career started about, I think, 2007-ish, 2008. I know, that's when I ran, ran, um, around there was when I went to university. Because I know, I stumbled on early episodes of podcasts trying to find some way of passing the time at university because um, I wasn't very social and and between assignments there wasn't much for me to do. So I was looking at ways of of getting back into uh, Japanese anime. Something that I've always enjoyed uh and i was looking at podcasts and I, I saw uh there was a bunch of them that had made a podcast group like uh, an organization so i started checking out uh the show was called Taku generation and it's i'm pretty sure it's still going it's a very well produced anime podcast Um, and from there, I heard about another podcast about two guys from Kentucky, one in California, one in Japan, the Moon Masters, which is now defunct and it's impossible to find episodes. I wish I still had them. Um, and then from there I discovered, uh, what Adam Graychicks was doing, uh, in the early days two men with foreskin one of my favorite podcasts of all time uh, and I'm, I'm sad I, I lost all of these when my backup died um, I had all these old episodes of these podcasts things that I used to call into um I would send audio clips in as the MMD, and that's how this online persona uh, got started. In the beginning, I was too scared to be myself, um, so I devised a character called the MMD. Uh, this two dimensional Stereotypical racist character of an Indian playboy, um, and from there I would call into these these podcasts. Well, call in, leave MP3s that I would pretty much produce uh, and send them in, and so that's how I got them on there. But I would just go through the entire directory of podcasts and because and, I liked I liked hearing my own voice and from there I started you know um, going to pads and stuff and then from there I was participating in the podcasting community, the, the, the Canadian unprofessional podcasting community. I went, like, I, at first I went to Vancouver to meet and hang out with Adam. And then from there I just started going to all these events uh, slowly. And as the years went on and I got more comfortable... I started desiring and having this need to make an audio, an audio diary or a blog podcast. Um, my first attempt at a podcast is at mmd.potomatic.com. It's it's very awful. It's called MMD's Dance Time. There's only ten episodes. There's a very very specific reason why there's only ten episodes. They are really really bad and. You Oh nice. Um if you really, really desire to go and, and listen to a very, very bad podcast, uh you can, but I full disclosure I've warned you. And that's like that twenty ten um, area of of podcast history, um, but then after that, I I really I really 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 wanted to do a podcast, but I was too afraid to do it on my own. Um, I. I I liked talking in front of a microphone but I was afraid of how to um actually be alone in front of a microphone and how to carry on a conversation I was very uh preoccupied not self-aware preoccupied with the idea that people would see me talking into a microphone um either walking or in a car like this one or wherever and then so I mostly did I'm done with this podcast as in the initial run as a uh, didactic two person podcast and we would just discuss crap and eventually we'd get to the show title when someone was done with the podcast Um, but then Doing that in, in the space that we cho- chose, there was always audio issues, and sometimes we weren't uh, up to the standard that I think we both wanted to be. Sometimes we'd be tired, or sometimes, you know, we were just kind of fitting it in. Or, or it, was, it was only me and um, the first co-host, Fozzy, and so... It was an opportunity for for us to hang out. And due to personal differences, um, I no no longer was hanging out with him. And uh, so I quickly had to change the focus of the podcast and how I was going to do it. I had done it for about... About two years, and two or so-ish years, and I'd gotten comfortable enough with the idea that I could... Sorry, i got to answer this about my finger. I cut myself uh, last shift I was at at the super center. Don't fuck with peach chutney. It'll cut you. Dropped this bottle of peach chutney. I was done cleaning it up. I was just disposing of it. A la improperly because you're supposed to put it in the recovery bin. But you know, I had like peach chutney in the glass and then the towels that I needed. I just like scooped it up and put it in a bag. Like, I know I'm terrible at this job, but whatever. Whatever. Um, and so I was cleaning it up and then I cut myself, just poking myself into the bag. (sighs) And so I just started bleeding all over the warehouse and so on and so forth. Ergo, um, I cut myself. I have another shift tonight, Friday, Saturday. They're all night shifts. I I do this at, at midnight. Um... But this is not about podcasting. So, at this point, I was comfortable talking into the microphone about myself. Um, It wasn't as deep probing as I I am now. It's, It's an evolutionary process. But through doing it and getting used to the fact that no one's actually sitting there judging me on what I'm saying at that very moment. I mean, you know, people say things. And I've had to come to terms with that. I'm sh- not sure if I'm exactly okay with that notion or that fact. Notion. With that fact, but I, I try and do the best that I can. And accepting that. And so from there, I'm done with this podcast. Um, was um, some audio blog, some just Unending recordings of of MMPR and in PodCamp Toronto and, and those kind of things, um, as well as whatever I came up with to fill in that space. But then that too became too loaded with baggage of of previous iterations, and so started doing the course shortly lived unpodcast because I didn't know what to do with it and then now we are here. It's a garbage cast. I've been doing that for quite some time. I feel like I've had like some sort of podcasting baptismal rebirth by by constantly going to the, the, the creek To record Um, I think now I'm happy with where it is I'm happy with the concept Um, The idea of the garbage cast And Calling it garbage Is because it's disposable It's not I have to get used to the idea That I can express myself And I can let it go and be done with it and not have to live with it like belabor it not not that there's no consequences but constantly go over and think about every single breath and pause and click and edit and you know I'm not entirely there Oftentimes, in a garbage cast, I will be listening to it and I will hear something that I don't like and I will take what I have of the podcast because I, I try not save the production files, so I can't really do that um, and and re-edit it and put it in a different version and even when I finish a podcast it's never that version number could always change at any time. Anytime I hear something and I'm actually listening to it, I can just go back and just re-edit it because I want it to be as good as I can make it, but I understand that it's disposable in nature. Okay, it's about 2.33. I eventually do have to go and get the house clean and you know, get ready for sleeping, because I have a night shift tonight. But, now we are, now that podcasting history is out of the way, let's go back to the subject at hand. We are still recording? Yep. I just want to make sure, I'm holding in my hand, so I'm not... Um, What do I want to get out of it? I want to get out of it what I've always wanted to get out of it, which is a place to express my thoughts and opinions. Sorry, I hit the steering wheel. Without... um, Having to hear feedback and criticism and complaints, therefore, all of those can be forwarded to your garbage at the dumpster.com. This is the MMD here talking about podcasting for another garbage cast conversations. I'm so glad that we're doing Garbage Cast. Garbage Cast Garbage Cast Conversations Um, It has been The best New Year's resolution I have made Um, I'm so thankful To Up In This Brain For Putting up with me Week after week um, And making this Truly Special podcast in, in, In my In my mind um the idea that we have so many similarities despite being different ages and in different walks of life and in different life experiences and that we can through distance still put together something week after week um I'm very humbled and honored by it, and that's why I endeavor to do it week after week. Um, I feel like there is some faith and trust put in to me by you guys to to go and get this done, and it helps me make more of them. So thank you. I think we've covered like podcast history. What I want to get out of it, why, I, why I do it is because I just I I've been doing it because I love it and I've loved it because I've been doing it for so long. It's too hard to stop now. But, on that note, we've, I think I've expired the, the breadth of the, the, the topic. I've been the M.M.D. at the Georgetown go parking lot. This has been another Garbage Cats Conversations. Another one is in the can. Dump it. Ah, ah, thank you. This is the love, uh, right? We all love each other, don't we? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Let me hear you say, Yeah, in here. yeah. All right. I've been
0: loving you
2: too long to stop now. to me I've been loving you
0: As our bed grows Ooh,
2: I'm loving you Oh, too long And I don't want to stop now No, no, no
0: I've been loving you
2: too long.